What's going on? Welcome to the Ransomed Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am the founder and CEO of Ransomed Bodies Training. This podcast is for those who want more out of their fitness journey and who are ready to unlock their fullest potential with their physique without cutting out your favorite carbs or eating within a four-hour window. You are going to learn how to turn your body into a fat-burning furnace and muscle-building machine. I am going to break down some of the biggest myths, controversies, and questions that you are facing right now that are stopping you from unlocking your best self. You ready? Let's get it. This is the Ransom Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am from Orange County, California. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Ransom Bodies Project. Today's podcast episode is going to be a really, really good one. I think you're going to learn a lot from this episode today. I'm going to break down just my mindset. I guess you could say my evolution as a fitness coach, as a content creator, as just a fitness enthusiast. I love this stuff, guys. Like, I love this stuff. This isn't just something I do, you know, to to pay the bills. This is really something I'm very passionate about, something that I spend pretty much every single waking moment getting better at. And I think for a lot of you guys who are, you're trying to be, you know, one of the top dogs in your space, whether that's your industry you're in, um, whether that's your career, whether that's like a hobby you're doing on the side, like one of the things that I feel like has made me, you know, continue to grow, continue to be successful, continue to provide as much value as humanly possible every single day to help solve your guys' problems and to help you guys get into the best shape of your life is not my genetics or not anything I've just been gifted with, but it's my ability to continue to learn every single day. Every single day, every single day, I do something to learn more about fitness. I feel like I'm pretty confident with my fitness knowledge, right? Like if I were to do some random fitness test, I feel like I would do top 1% of the people in the world. I have a lot of fitness knowledge over multiple, multiple years of just training thousands of people, you know, working on myself, becoming a professional, natural bodybuilder. Like I've done a lot. I have a lot of history. Um, I guess you could say my resume is really long. I have a master's degree. Like I got a lot of stuff if, if you want to just like compare things. But despite all the, the education I have, despite all the experience I have in fitness, one thing I constantly do is I am always learning new things. I'm always learning new things. Not because I have this this like obligation to learn new things, but just because I love it. Just because I love to to do this. I love learning about fitness. I love learning about the body. I love learning about how I can get my clients better results. I love learning about nutrition. I love trying to discover new, you know, uh, nutrition hacks, th- things like that for my clients. Just anything I could do to make sure I'm learning on a day-to-day basis. And I spend time doing this every single day. So if you feel like you're in the middle of the pack with whatever you're doing right now in your life, whether that's your career, whether that's fitness, whether that's your body, what my number one thing that I feel like helped accelerate my progress and success is not any type of gifting, but it's my ability to sit down and learn every day. I'm still learning to this day things new. That's why in this podcast, I'm going to talk about five things that I've actually changed my mind on about fitness. Because as you continue to learn new things, right, your your beliefs change. And that's totally okay. That's a part of the process. And here's the thing. I'm sure 12 months from now, three years from now, five years from now, maybe this list is going to be a little different. Maybe there will be new things that I've learned, or maybe there's something I talk about today that maybe I change my mind on down the road, but this is just my evolution as I'm growing inside of my own fitness journey as an authority in this space, okay? So let's just dive right into it. Let's go. So the first thing, and I think you're going to get a ton of value from this episode, because I got some good stuff. 
Number one is an anabolic window. So pretty much what the anabolic window means is as soon as I'm done working out, I need to have protein or else I'm going to miss the period in which protein is going to be most optimally recovered in my body, right? So one of the things I used to do like in high school when I, when I first started lifting was I would actually bring my protein shake to the gym. And I saw a lot of guys that were a lot bigger than me doing this. And that was kind of something I just thought. I was like, all right, well, these guys are literally bringing the shake. So I'd go to 24-Hour Fitness. I would do my lift. Then I'd go to the locker room and I'd make my shake right there. Boom on the spot. All right, right on the spot. And because I believe that if I did not get enough protein in immediately after my workout, then I would just miss my quote-unquote anabolic window, the window in which I could build lean muscle. But here's the truth. And what I've learned over the last couple of years Getting the right amount of protein in is a lot more important than the actual timing of when you get your protein in, okay? Getting the right amount of protein in is more important than the actual protein timing of your day. So as long as you're hitting your protein goal, which let's say for my protein goal right now is like 210 grams of protein, okay? So as long as I'm hitting 210 grams of protein throughout my day, that supersedes and is more important than the time at which I eat those protein shakes right and take the protein so many people are so focused on oh i need a shake before i go to bed right maybe that's you you're like i have to have a protein shake before i go to bed so when i'm sleeping boom my, my body's going to build lean muscle yada 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 or maybe you're like i need a protein shake right after i work out because i'm going to miss my anabolic window the truth is the anabolic window is actually a lot longer than what most people think it's actually like two hours so as long as you're i do believe you should be eating after you work out and that's going to be most optimal, like my pre and post workout nutrition is very meticulous. And I definitely have a rhythm and routine with it. But in terms of like having to bring your shake to the gym, you do not need to do that. Just go home, take a shower, get your post workout meal in. I have a whole different podcast episode on post workout meals. But make sure you have a post workout meal. Okay. The second thing is that you need to lift like six to seven days a week to see good results. And I legit used to do this. I used to lift and go to the gym six, seven days a week. Granted, I did it because I really enjoyed lifting and I liked spending time in the gym. You know, and as I got older, that was not something that was realistic for my lifestyle. But I, I believed that if I really wanted to see a good transformation, if I wanted to get results, I had to lift at least six days a week. And most of my workouts were like two hours long. So they were long. I was doing a lot of volume, a lot of volume. You know, I was following a workout program that literally had me doing 25 to 30 sets per workout. It would take me forever. Sometimes on the leg days, I would, I would, with this program I was doing, it would take me up to two hours of the workout. And I thought that was efficient. But as I've learned more and more, as I've trained more and more people, what I really believe, and I have a strong conviction on this, you do not need six to seven workouts per week to get results. You really need three to five. You don't need more, any more than five. Right now, I lift weights five times per week, um, and I don't believe I could lift weights six times, a week, times per week. I think that would be too much for me because here's the truth. You need to prioritize, and this is what I was not doing before. You need to prioritize intensity over volume, right? Intensity over volume. So if you're in the gym and you're working out for two hours a day and you're doing six days per week, I can guarantee you, literally guarantee, if you're a natural athlete, if you're a natural athlete, that your training intensity starts to taper off and it starts to get bad as you get into those latter 30 minutes in that sixth workout, right? Because you're not recovering properly. Recovery is just as important. So I would prefer you to have a short 60-minute workout four days a week, crush it, like hit it hard versus having six to seven days a week of two-hour workouts. And I promise you, literally, I believe that you would get better results doing it that way, okay? Doing it that way. 
Number three, the number three thing that I changed in my mind on about fitness. So number one was the anabolic window. Number two is you need to lift six to seven days a week to get results. Number three is going to be that machines are bad and that free weights are better. I had this like thing where I was like, oh man, I can't do machines. I got to do free weights all the time if I want to build muscle, if I want to get stronger. Like I have to bench press. I have to deadlift. I have to back squat. Right, I have to do a barbell bent over row. I have to do pen lay rows. And I, I love these exercises. But what happened was I actually ended up getting a lot of injuries this way. Like just hammering barbell movements, hammering the basic compound lifts. Don't get me wrong. I still squat. I still deadlift. I still do these bent over rows. But I do it in a more structured fashion. Machines are not any worse than free weights. Okay. Machines are not any worse than free weights. The biggest downfall that I've seen with, or even like Smith machine, like I put that in the same category, Smith machines, regular machines are not worse than free weights. What is worse is not training with enough intensity. Like I was saying before, you could absolutely get amazing results doing machines, but your training intensity is very high. Most individuals that do machines, the reason they don't get good results is because their training intensity is bad, right? Their training intensity is bad. Does that mean you could only do machines? Absolutely not. I believe you should. your training program should have a mixture of both, right? You should have both a good amount of free weights and a good amount of machines structured in your program. That's just facts, okay? But machines are not worse. I do a lot more machines now versus like a couple of years ago when I was doing those crazy amount of sets and working out six days a week. I ended up having a gnarly back injury. My back was hurt for like two years, but I kept hammering out squats and all the, I, I tried all these different things. The reality is I didn't need to do squats. I could do leg press. You could do leg press and still get great results. As long as you are progressive overloading, you're getting stronger and you're taking your muscles close to failure. Okay. Number four, you need supplements to lose weight and get results. All right. The need for supplements is number four, the need for supplements. So I believed that the reason I wasn't getting the results I wanted was because I was, wasn't using the proper supplements. And the truth is a supplement is just supplemental to what you're already doing in your diet. So even though I'm t- I was taking all these fat burners and, and uh, creatine and all these great supplements, because I was not dieting correctly, it was legit a waste of money. But I thought, oh, I'm taking crealkaline or I'm taking creatine or I'm taking L-carnitine or I'm taking a fat burner. I'm taking this gnarly pre-workout that says it's a fat burning pre-workout. I'm good to go. I'm going to burn fat. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get six pack. I'm going to get rid of my love handles. I'm going to get rid of my belly fat just because I'm taking this supplement. But the reality was I was not even tracking my food. And so those supplements were a complete waste of money. So if you are not willing to put in the work to actually track your food and actually structure your nutrition, my recommendation is don't even waste your money or bother with the, all these supplements. You could take protein and creatine, but anything else outside of that is not going to do you any good. You do not need supplements to lose weight and get results. You could absolutely get results without supplements. All a supplement does is speed up the process. It's really all it does. So if you're someone who does not have access to supplements or you cannot afford to take supplements, that's totally okay. You could still get amazing results by prioritizing your nutrition, right? So make sure if you are taking supplements, if you are spending money on supplements, you are putting it to use by actually prioritizing your nutrition. Do not be that guy. Don't be me. When I first started out, I'd be like, oh, I'm good. I'm taking a fat burner. I'm taking a pre-workout. I'm taking an intro workout. I'm taking the post-workout, taking these awesome supplements. I got the full stack. I got the same stack that Trent's taking. You're taking all the supplements I'm taking. You're taking all the Alpha Lion supplements that I recommend you take. But you don't see the back-end work of me literally 
eating 100% clean all the time. So all those supplements are doing is they're, they're accelerating the process and they're helping speed up what I'm already doing with my nutrition. If your nutrition is off, do not waste your money on supplements. Last but not least, number five, everything has to be perfect. Okay. So number five is that you have to perfectly nail everything. And if you mess up, you completely ruin your results. Oh, you had one bad day of eating. Oh, you're done. You're going to gain five pounds back. And I used to think this all the time. I was so afraid. I was so afraid to flexibly diet. I was so afraid to actually live my life. I thought that I had to separate my life from fitness. The reality is if you actually want to be in this thing for the long haul, you have to learn to integrate both. You have to learn how to still be able to go out for a birthday party. You have to learn how to be able to go out on vacation. You have to learn how to be able to order at fast food places. You have to learn how to be able to be sick, go through the holidays, and still integrate fitness into your life. You cannot put fitness on pause. You cannot put fitness on pause. I don't care if you have a work event. I don't care if there's it's Christmas time. I don't care if it's Thanksgiving. Like either you're all in or you're all out. This doesn't come down to cutting out all of your favorite stuff, but it comes down to actually understanding how to properly structure it and fit it around your lifestyle and routine. So I thought it was one or the other, but the truth is it's both at the same time. Your lifestyle that you're currently living, going out with friends on the weekends, uh, being sick, having a busy work schedule, traveling for work, going on vacation, these things are just as much a part of your fitness journey as going to the gym during your normal work week. You have to learn to do both. I can't tell you how many people message me and they're like, hey, I got I to gotta stop XYZ or I'm going to pause or whatever it is because they have something come up in life. No, the goal is to be able to still be on your fitness journey even when those things happen. The goal is when you have a newborn baby, it's not even a big deal because you're already living the lifestyle. So if you can't create a lifestyle out of this, you're not going to be able to get the goals or the results you want. All right. And so the five things I changed my mind on about fitness over the years, number one is that the anabolic window actually doesn't matter. Number two is you don't need to lift six to seven days a week to get results. Number three is that machines are not any worse than doing free weights. Number four is that you actually need supplements to lose weight and get results. And then number five is that it was either one or the other, that everything has to be perfect, that your life has to be perfect if you want to get into the best shape of your life and get results. Guys, I travel, I go out to eat, I do all the things that you do. My life is not different than yours. I have two kids at home. Like I have a wife, I have a busy social life. I have all those different types of things, but it's just a lifestyle for me. And if it's not a lifestyle, you're not going to get the results you want. All right. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you got some value from today's episode. If you did, leave me a five-star review at the bottom of the podcast and a genuine just review and feedback. I would love it. All right. I appreciate you. I hope you have the best day of your entire life. And I'll see you on tomorrow's episode. Peace out. Later. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you lose your next 15 to 30 plus pounds, build muscle, and develop a healthy lifestyle, just DM me on Instagram at Fitness with the word transform, and I will reach out to you directly to see if I can help. I will see you on the next episode, and God bless.